Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show today is already the 2nd of February. It is Groundhog Day. I don't know if the groundhog saw his shadow. However, if he did, we're in for six more weeks of winter. But tell that to someone on the East Coast right now who can't really leave their house because of the snow. So I hope everybody is okay and safe. And I just, uh, today this morning on a news channel, they were saying that If you're out anywhere right now, go home, lock your door, and sit on your sofa until this is over. I mean, they had to get that deep in description because they did not trust that the snow wasn't going to come without problems or issues. It already was causing them. So then just a segue, I thought that was actually a pretty good segue, into do you trust? Do you trust yourself? Because if you trust you, you will trust me until I give you a reason not to. If you don't trust you, you will never trust me until you trust. So how do you know if you trust? Because at the end of the day, the way we trust anybody The way we trust ourselves is literally behind everything you do from what you eat to how you spend your spare time to who you call to who you date to who you marry to how you raise your children to the job you choose to the clothes you wear, the car you drive, and the home you live in. I hope I covered all of life right there because that is how far, how much you trust yourself goes. There's people who might create a big, I want to say, outcome for what they want in life. And then they work their way from there because they trust that they can do it. And then there's people who don't trust, so they live minimally and say, this is all I can do. And it may be true for a while, 
But where do you shoot from, from there? How do you trust you? How do you build trust in yourself? How do you know if you have built trust in yourself? Because everyone says, oh, be yourself. You're like, wait a minute, what is that? What does be yourself mean? Be myself. Be yourself. Because I can tell you what it means to not be yourself, right? To not be yourself is when you live in the fear of how other people, other souls will look at you or judge you. So you find it difficult, right? And stressful and pressured and all the stuff ego just feeds off of to be yourself around other people. If you trusted yourself while you were in that same situation, you would just hang. You'd hang out. You'd talk. You'd mingle. You'd make plans that you know you're going to keep. If you tell someone you'll call them, you'll call them. may not be the next day or a month from now, but you will call them because you trust that you'll do it when the time is right. And if you don't, you want to call the next day to show you are trustworthy because you don't trust yet, unless you said you were going to call the next day, that you're okay. That today you might have so many plans and you just met them yesterday. And you you actually can't. But maybe you'll cancel stuff to do it because... Your insecurities feel like you have to do it unless it's something that you actually have to cancel plans for. But when you have trust, you just know that the time will ripen, you will be there, especially in the beginning. And that happens because you are able to set goals that are pretty much within reach, reasonable for the day, instead of, you know, aiming so high that you know in the back of your mind there's no way you could do all that in a day. So then when you go to bed at night, you feel let down. Like, wow, I wasn't able to do that. Yet what you weren't able to do, no one could do in a day. So you have to say, wow, I'm one step closer to that goal. And once I get to that goal, I know that it will create other ones that stem from the growth that I will go through to get to this goal. Patience for the process of what you need and want to do. I had someone about a year and a half ago now, maybe more, say to me, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to do it in two weeks. And I said, two weeks? I said, give yourself some space. Give yourself some time. There's no way someone can even edit a book in two weeks. That's just editing. 
that's actually longer than at times or as long as writing the book because it's got to be combed through and combed through and you have sets of eyes. And even in the end, you may find two or three errors in the book. So it's always good not to do a big run, like 3,000 copies, like I did with Origins of Truth. It's probably better to do 500 groups of 500 so that you can amend. And now with online ways to amend things, it can happen in a minute. But you have to find what you need to amend. So was that person being so hard on themselves that they actually set themselves up to fail to prove to themselves that they really can't do anything? Or would it have been better to say, hey, I want to write a book. This is what I want to write it about. These are the things I want to share. This is how I want to share it. Let me get a notebook and and write this down. Let me get one where the pages don't come out so that I can trail or date the pages so you know where you were, where you started. That's being reasonable with yourself. That's giving yourself space to do the things that you want to do because I don't know anyone who writes a book in two weeks unless it's ten lines in a children's book. And then you need an illustrator and you need to do all that. So what are you doing? How are you respecting your process? Respect it by understanding you are a process. And just like you're a process, everything you do is a process. Needs a process. Because it's not about writing the book. It's about how and what you learn as you do it. How many authors has have we heard that say, wow, writing this book was really healing? It was healing. I did not realize until I, I really jumped into that experience or that thought. And like Christ says, it's not that we're learning anything new. It's learning truth, love, and purity in greater and greater depth every day. Don't trust ourselves. We run away from that simple, way too easy thought because getting to those way too easy thoughts is super hard. And when we don't trust ourselves, we don't trust that those things are for us, that we are worth that love, that truth, and that purity. So what do we do? We want to prove it by doing the impossible, showing the world that we can do stuff that no one has done before. My bigger question would be, why didn't they? What did they face when they tried to do this? How did they face it? Those are questions that you can have answered. We aren't machines. And when we don't have trust in ourselves, we treat ourselves like that. I shouldn't act like that. I shouldn't react like that. I shouldn't have done that. As though you're not human or entitled So setting reasonable goals is super huge. Understanding what you can and can't do because a small success every day will take you much farther 
than one big one that just gets handed to you. You won't even respect it. Like Christ said, when you're looking for the answer so hard, you will walk right past it trying to find the answer because you don't understand yet what that answer means. So you will not recognize it. So if you do anything today, take a breath. Look at your list, whether it's mental or you write it down every day, of what you want to do. And ask yourself, am I being reasonable with myself? The world ended today. Would somebody else get this done? Let's still go on. The world will still go on if I'm gone. So why don't I, while I'm here, find a way to enjoy this? No one said it was going to be easy. But no one said we couldn't enjoy the process either. Because when we trust ourselves, we're also kind to ourselves. We're kind. We're not like, hey, you idiot, look, you messed up again. Oh, look what you said to that person. Now they're mad at you. Or you emailed someone and they didn't even see it yet, and you already take on that they hate you because they didn't answer you right away, as though that's all they're doing is sitting (laughs) at their computer Or on their phone waiting. Be kind. Every time I say be kind, I always joke, you know, rewind, be kind. Go back to that fork in the road. Be kind to yourself. Say things to yourself like, Wow, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm 60. And I made it to today, and I kind of like who I am. I know that's scary to admit, because you're afraid if you like yourself, now what will you do when you're so invested in putting yourself down or taking away from yourself? How do you deal with that? How do you deal with being kind to yourself? Can you just take a deep breath? And say, wow, here I am, and I'll be okay. And no matter what brings my world to whatever experience I have today, I'll still be okay. Give yourself space to have space. All these things Christ keeps saying, they just roam through my mind because right now in our world, and right now a year ago in our world, and two years ago, and five years ago, and ten years ago, things always felt chaotic. They may feel more like it now because it's actually affected our everyday lives. But we needed that. We needed to just stop the wheels from turning and pay attention to paying attention or this would not be happening. So you really have to say, and it's not like giving yourself a trophy for losing. You know how they do used to do that with 
any kind of sports team. They didn't want kids to go home feeling like losers because we were so sensitive to putting that on someone. So we gave everyone a trophy. But then when we do that, you don't value the trophy. And the trophy really is inner peace. That's the trophy. It's not something you hold in your hand and take a picture with and post. It's your inner peace. So if you don't fear how others will judge you, and it makes it difficult for you to be around other people because you don't know how to be a people. You don't know how to accept the fact that you are not any better or worse than they are. You're just a version of a person. You could be yourself. Instead of trying to hide your thoughts, say, why am I thinking that? Instead of saying, who am I to get what I want? Say, why not get what I want? God is not there waiting with a ruler in his hand, waiting to hit you or punish you or make life difficult for you. Just wants you to find you and be you. God isn't the one judging us. And if you don't fear God, and you know he sees you and your every thought, why would you say God doesn't matter if he sees it, but people matter? And if you're around people that you can't be yourself around, that's another question to ask. Why don't you trust yourself enough to seek your tribe? Being yourself in your own life is the number one sign of self-trust. Being yourself. That's how big that is. Because when you could be yourself, it doesn't matter where you are. You could be at Oscar night with all of Hollywood and people you've admired because you've seen them on a screen and feel familiar with them and feel like you know them. And you get all goofy. Or you're sitting with a two-year-old teaching them how to run. Or how to play with a new toy. Or you're helping someone. You're the same. And you get to enjoy the moment. That's the, the like I want to say, side effect of being yourself is enjoying yourself. And you get to the point where if you're alone, you're not thinking, I'm lonely. You're thinking, oh my gosh, my little personal time is great. This is what I do with it. I paint, I read, I walk, I listen to music, I write music, I sing music. I work on my book a little bit each day. Yeah, I'll probably publish it one day. It's not that I don't have goals but I can't schedule, when it comes to emotional things, the feeling of wanting to sit and write like that. That's reasonable. And a lot of times when you let go of that pressure of writing, 
you can write. Remember what pressure does yesterday? Pressure removes our possibilities. It makes us feel stressed and not in a good way. Some of us say we work well under pressure, but we will work well under pressure if we don't do that every day. Pressure is not meant to be a way of life. Sometimes, once in a while, we do get a time constraint. We do have to rush somewhere. But if you just can be yourself in that, like, hey, this is what I look like when I'm rushing. But I'll get there. It's impossible that I'm not going to get there unless something happens. And if something does happen, I will deal with it. Space. So to be yourself, to be reasonable with what you can do each day, Understanding that being kind to you allows you to see yourself. Now you can build on that. Take that and run with it. Every day before you go to bed, was I kind? Was I reasonable? Did I put myself in places I tried to be, but I really knew I didn't want to be? Why did I say that to those people? Oh, I wasn't comfortable. But now if I see them again, I did exaggerate whatever it was I exaggerated. Now I got to backtrack. Not being ourselves is a world of backtracking. I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry I hollered at you. I'm sorry I snapped. Constantly trying to quench that fear that tells you you will not be loved, you will be judged by the people around you. So when you build on your strength, like, hey, you know what? It's hard for me to wake up in the morning, but once I do wake up, I'm actually quite productive. Oh, I'm just the person who wakes up later, and unless I have a place that I have to be, no harm, no foul. I'm not going to say all day, half my day went away, I'm going to say, what did I do with the part of my day that I had? And I do feel better at night. I feel more creative at night. There's something to be said for that, just like there's something to be said for early risers. So don't take it away from yourself. Build on your strengths. Build on your strengths. Yes, I do know when to be quiet. I actually love that about myself because it has circumvented a lot of long, long dragged-out conversations that are based on our mutual insecurities. You did this to me. Well, you did that to me. Well, I'm not a fool like you. And it goes back and forth. Name-calling. That's off the table when you build on your strengths, because instead of doing the name-calling, you'll go, wow, this is what name-calling is like. I don't think I, I have the stomach for this. Building on your strengths. The awareness that you see. Easy to get sucked in. The other day, I had, uh, my niece was having a full-blown episode. And she went down my page, and I'm talking from like two days ago to six days prior. And on every 
single post, she commented in caps, F you, all the way down my page. And some, there were bigger comments. I snapshotted some, a snapshot, shotted, <laughs> I snapshot some of them because I needed to share them with my sister who she will not talk to. Not to mention she was toggling between my inbox and my, um, what is that called, my page. And I knew she was having an episode, but imagine someone who didn't know that I had a niece that did that. And I told her, I said, I have to block you to stop you from doing this. But it's funny because two days prior to me finding that on my page, she's been writing me like that in my inbox for months on and off whenever she, you know, starts going out of control. She refuses to medicate. She refuses to live with anyone. She does try to come live with me, and I can't even tell her where I live because she refuses to help herself. She doesn't have the right mind to do it. She will not talk to anybody. She writes me because if she needs a few dollars, that's how she gets to me, calls me a whack job regularly, a monster. But that, I know, is not her. It is her illness. And I had to be myself and say, I'm not going to send money to anyone who talks to me like this. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to block you. I had to do something that made me feel sick to my stomach. I had to take all her comments off my page. Some I hid, some I um, deleted. I don't remember which was which. It broke my heart. We have no legal recourse for schizophrenia. We have no way that we can legally help her in America. We can't say she's our family. They say, well, until she does something and then she did something and then they put you away for three days and let you back out. With no help, they just held you in place for three days. Won't take medication. And that decision alone has put her in the position she's in. The girl I used to know, I don't even think is in that body. The person who talks like she talks is becoming more and more frequent to where there's only days apart as opposed to every month or every three weeks or every two weeks. I pray for her every time I think of her. I pray for her mother, whose heart is broken and helpless, every time I think of her. It's been my my life's work on, on my family's side to help and continue to help my sister, her other daughter, and this one on and off because I have to block her and then bring her back, and it's a it's a tight rope. But let's say I wasn't kind to myself. Let's say I was angry inside and I wanted to fight her back tit for tat with somebody who is unable to access 
their right mind. I, for some reason, because most of the time, I don't get on Facebook during the day because I'm so busy. And that day I was on my way to do something and something told me to check my Facebook. I don't remember what it was, but I remember sitting down and going, I got to do this super fast because I have to go. And then I, I saw all that going down my page. But two days before that, I thought it. I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm surprised she hasn't put anything on my page and she's only inboxing me this. But I trusted my gut. I didn't judge myself. I didn't say, oh, no, I shouldn't get on there and, oh, forget it. The feeling was strong enough for me to, to take a peek. When I saw it, I didn't put myself down. I didn't say anything she said was true because I knew it wasn't. It made me sad that she is living in that reality because I am kind to myself and I can only be kind to her as much as she can accept. Trusting in ourselves is everything and how we react to everything. You guys, I love you. The time is up. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.